Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Single Moms Conversations with Kina. How y'all doing? Oh gosh, I hope everybody is well. As you guys know, this is my Saturday. I know it's Friday, but (laughs) it's my Saturday because I have to work during the week. This girl got work to do. Right? You gotta you gotta work. <laughs> this is life, right? This is our life. Definitely, definitely this is our life. Like you gotta work, you gotta get it going, you gotta get it going. And um once again here I come, you know, I was trying to get these statistics together or remember where I saw the statistics. Sometimes I do so much research that I unresearch my research. Don't don't listen. Auntie is not perfect. <laughs> okay. I'm not perfect. I am not perfect at all, right? But I wanted to talk to you about the college students again. I just want to get into this because I didn't talk about it in the other um, podcasts. And I'm just like, you know, we, y'all say we fill in the jails, but we fill the colleges with our children. And no one, no one ever, 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 ever gives that credit. Even though, sis, you know at this point in the game, you understand, as hard as you work to keep structure in your home, as hard as you're working to elevate yourself and move yourself in another way, somebody's opinion of you at this point, if you even taking it into your atmosphere just a little tiny bit, you're giving it too much attention. You're giving it too much attention. Don't give people people's um, opinion of you any relevance like are you no <laughs> look i feel like it's it and what does that mean <laughs> i was always arrogant guys so when i felt under attack you know my arrogant kina would step up and be like and what does that mean what are you talking about so your opinion of me could never ever matter because if i let people's opinion of me matter you guys know where i would be Okay, let me tell you where I would be if someone's opinion of me mattered. Can I get into it? Can I can I get into it? Are y'all ready? Yes. <laughs> I did just have coffee, so if if I'm a little too high strung, you know, I had a good breakfast and ugh, I didn't sleep late because I have to run errands, but I look at, you know, I got to get with my mommies. I got to talk to my ladies, see what's going on, see what's going on. So let me get into this. I remember when I lived in Brooklyn in Lewis Pink House's housing project. I need y'all to look that up. If you if you got time, don't do it. If you ain't got no time, you don't have time. Don't look at it because it's not it's not much to look at. It's, it's sad. Now, there's people who probably still live there from when I was there. I don't know them. I don't know their names. Because I never made an attachment there I made a point not to make an attachment there Because I was following the opinion of others That's how I got there That's how I got there I'm not blaming nobody But that's how I got there Because in the culture It was taught that you work your city job And you get your apartment in the projects And you straight Before that it was get your welfare budget Right because me and my girlfriend was talking about this My good friend She's my good good friend And 
she said, yeah, I was taught to get my uh, my welfare budget. You know, you pregnant. Okay, you graduated. Now you go over down to the welfare and you get your welfare budget and you get your apartment in the projects and you and that's how you make moves. So early, I did this early. I did it very early, right? I had a lot of potential, a lot of potential, but because I had to worry about basic survival, I turned down a four-year ride. I did. Yeah, it was through the, I believe it was called the SEEK program at Brooklyn College. I didn't do it. I was more focused on making sure I could eat, making sure I could take care of myself, making sure, you know, because that the rule was 18, you grown. That's a curse. That's a curse because 18 and grown led me to not take care of my education. I had no support with that, y'all. It was get your high school diploma. Oh, that's enough, right? Yeah, this is this is this is where I come from, right? I'm fit. I'm be 50 this year, so this is the mentality. This is the mentality of people my age. This is where we come from, right? In in my area, maybe somebody else's area wasn't like that, but I'm telling you, this is where we came from. And I remember when I worked. I just worked. I worked. Um, and uh, me and my mom got into it Because I was trying to You know you had to pay her rent So I had to pay her bills Pay her money And work And I'm working these jobs they, Oh you don't got enough experience for this you know So I'm working the same type of job I was When I was in high school Because I worked the whole time I was in high school So long story short Me and my current boyfriend End up living together At in his mom's basement We have been to the basement And I got pregnant with my daughter And then I got called for the housing project And I was like Okay, alright You know, really In all reality Should have probably just stayed in the basement But nope Just went to the housing project Because I was like Alright You know what I can afford this I could do this I could blah 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 So I went to move Into the housing project And it was disgusting. It was the 90s and it was disgusting and it was dirty and it was terrible. I mean, he had a place to go. I didn't have a place to go. My mom lived in the projects herself. He, he didn't come from that, right? So I'm in there and you literally are stepping into a scene from New Jack City going into this building. And I'm doing this belly and all. And I did it and I, I did it. I did it and I just remember saying is this it like this can't be it first you're excited because you're in your little apartment and then I was like this can't be it so I remember I said no I gotta go back to school I gotta change this whole what I'm doing I went to school I'm doing a nursing thing I was like nah this ain't it I don't really like nursing <laughs> I didn't like it I was like ah Big up to all my nurses. How y'all doing? I love you. But it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me because if somebody's in pain, I'm crying. I'm carrying on. That's that's not what a nurse does. That's not what she does. She she has a certain poise and stamina. She knows how. No, me, I'm a wreck. So long story short, I went into education. Um, and then I ended up working for the Board of Education in New York City. All right, cool. I'm still living in the housing project while all of this is going on. And I'm like... Um, this ain't it. I'm tired of stepping in pee. I'm tired of, uh, you know, seeing the crime. I'm tired of, you know, in the middle of the night, they start shooting. You learn how to roll. I would grab my daughter and roll on the floor. 
you learned how to do the role and it was just horrible 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 and I remember when it was time for me to go my second daughter was three years old um and this is a different father this is a different father because that father me and him because I used to be like well why we can't just get an apartment you know Oh, you pay me child support and so I could get an apartment, get out of here. You know, like, come on, like, I got to go. And he just didn't see the need, you know, to support the child. So I was like, no, we ain't going to make it. That's not going to, that's not going to get it. Not going to get it. Ooh, child, it was a rough, rough time. You know, when you're worried about how you're going to take care of your kid, how you're going to do this, how you're going to do this, how you're going to elevate, how you're going to, I didn't know what I was doing. But I remember by the time I turned, um, I was 28 when I had my second daughter and I was like, I don't, I can't do this no more. Now with a whole different dude, whole different guy, you know, cause they, their span was seven years, the girls, because I really, really, really didn't think I was going to have another kid. I had suffered so much with her. I was like, no, you know what? I kind of don't want to do this again. Like I don't want any more kids. I just want the one. I get pregnant with my second daughter and I was like, I got to get out of here. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way I can get out of here. Again, he didn't come from that. He didn't come from housing projects and stuff. He came from a, a nice home in Queens and blah, blah, blah. And I remember saying, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't. And I didn't want her to remember. And I remember saying to him, I need you to help me. I need you to help me to move to the Poconos. And he was like, what? <laughs> and he did He did help me to move He did help me to move And he actually came with us for a little while But it wasn't a place that was good for him It just wasn't good for him Like the commute to work He couldn't take it And I was like I don't even care My kids are safe My kids my kids are safe And you know we kind of had like this relationship Where he would be down there I would be up here it, it, was just, it was just a weird relationship to be in But we was in it I really didn't care I just cared more about being Um you know, basically with my with my kids and something safe. But when I was leaving, when I was going, everybody was telling me I was doing something wrong. When I made a conscious decision, I was like, first, I got to learn how to drive because there's no way I can go up there and not know how to drive. So between you and I, I drove a long time without a license. <laughs> I did until I figured out how to pass the test you know and so I went and I took the test I basically taught myself how to drive I brought a little hoopty car and I basically taught myself how to drive and I passed the test and I was like you know what once I passed the test I knew it was time to go and it happened just like that all the while I'm working with the Department of Education and I'm living in a housing project and I moved to the Poconos but everyone told me I was crazy everybody thought I was wrong because I wasn't fitting what they thought I should do but my goal in life was to be safe right that was the whole premise I felt once I could get everybody safe because we were not safe and that's the part I didn't understand we're living single moms live in the poorest neighborhoods in this country and they know we're there i need you to understand ladies they know where you live they know everything about you they know where you live they know you're there right yeah oh yeah so we're we're in these places and when you're saying no i think i gotta get out of here i think i gotta go it, people look at you strange 
And Chad, he was telling me, I remember I went to the, the housing office and I said to the lady, look, I'm leaving and I'm moving to the Poconos. I'm getting out of here. And I was just basically, you know, telling her, giving her a time frame as to when I'm leaving. And she pointed down to her little finger. She, I remember her little finger on her brown hand, honey. And I'm black, y'all, so I can say it. <laughs> she was like, well, you know, when you go to other places, they don't, they don't like you. That's what she said. She said they, they weren't going to like me because I'm black. And not only am I black, I'm chocolatey black, okay? So she basically was telling me. And she never been there. I need you to understand the people who tell you things a lot of times they've never been through it and they've never been there right she's never been there she's never lived there she don't know anybody who lives there but she knew how to give me her opinion and I learned from her to be careful as to what you tell people when you're making plans but I was just trying to give her a time frame as a professional. You know, this is what we're supposed to be doing. I got tired of the schools in New York City. I got tired of fighting with them. I was paying for private school for my daughter because I had to change the narrative. I had to change the narrative. So I thank God that I have this rebel spirit. And I need you ladies to understand you're in a rebel. That's your inner thug. <laughs> Yo, pull that rebel spirit out. Look at people like they crazy and say, who are you talking to? You, listen, you ain't even got to say it. You just reject it automatically. Don't let it seep in. You know, so I remember saying to her, once I'm there, I'll call you and tell you how it is. She looked at me. She said, oh, okay. Once I'm there, I will call you and I will let you know how it is. Okay, that's how that's how we're going to do this. She even went into telling me how she raised her kids here and they're fine. And I'm thinking you raise your kids with gunshots every night purposely like you did that on purpose. <laughs> that was listen, listen, that was the most baffling ish I've ever heard in my life. And you guys not want to cuss, but I can't. <laughs> right. And I'm like. You purposely put them in bad schools. You purposely put them with burnt out teachers. Good teachers. They had good teachers, but they were tired teachers because they spent four, maybe 30 minutes of the whole class dealing with behaviors and 10, 10 maybe 15, 20 minutes the most on dealing with teaching the child so if your kid is in the class your kid is only learning for 20 minutes when they should be learning for 40 minutes it does make a difference it does make a difference that's another podcast it does make a difference right as to how many minutes they're actually learning right and all of the information and things that they could be grabbing from that teacher she can't give it because she's too busy dealing with behaviors she's too busy and she's exhausted by Christmas. She's burnt out. I'm sorry. I've seen it. Sorry. So I remember going and taking my chances. And it was the best thing I could have ever done for my family. And it was cold, y'all. It was gray. It was cold. But I did not have to worry about gunshots. I did not have to worry about a school system with exhausted parents because let me tell you I mean exhausted teachers because let me tell you 
and I am not anyway affiliated with any uh what do you call it um when they give you the links to promote the place with the Poconos I'm just telling you about how I lived there the schools look like something I had never seen before look like you were walking on a campus literally better than the college campuses I had seen I had never seen something so beautiful for children and the schools were carpeted and I remember saying how do you have carpets in these schools <laughs> the first floor was like carpeted and beautiful and they did not deal with behaviors if they had a school for behaviors and they would filter out the behaviors very early so your child had a winning chance on learning um, that's what I found but could you imagine if that lady was able to kill my dream if she was able to just oh my god just destroy my hopes just destroy my hopes this girl get your thug what's that in a thug i need you to pull up pull it pull her on out when you hear people saying some nonsense to you things that don't set right in your soul let it go let them go don't well her i would never have to speak to again but you know but nevertheless it was other people too it was other people who looked at me like i was crazy and I was like, eh, you know what? This is this is what I'm doing for me and my family. As for me and my, and then when they would come up and see how well we lived, it became another problem, y'all. <laughs> That's another story. It be, it became another problem, you know. So then when I would go down to Brooklyn to see the people that were supposed to be my people, they'd be like, "Oh, how's the Pelican House?" Like it was something bad because I made a conscious decision to change my environment. A conscious decision to change my environment but don't let other people's opinion of you matter don't let other people's expectations of you matter that's their rotten nasty disgusting opinions that has nothing to do with you nothing yeah I remember I was talking to some guy and this is, you know, after my businesses were up and going and whatever. And anybody who's ever ran a business, they know you are there to serve. <laughs> you are servant. <laughs> you are there to make decisions and serve. That's what you do. Right. And make some money now. Don't do this for free. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You work too hard to do it for free. You should be compensated. You should be compensated, right? Because people just like, oh, I know you're in this for the love. I'm now. I need money too. Like, what? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, stop, stop. Because sometimes people confuse love and money. No, no. Pay me. Pay me. Because I'm doing a great job. Pay me, right? So he basically was telling me that I was used to telling people what to do, and I expected everybody to jump when I said something. And I was like. <sighs> And you know, I'm real ignorant, right? So I was like, that's your opinion. That's your opinion of me. Nah, nope, no, nope, nope. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. That's which that's your perception. It has nothing to do with me. And when you're making life changes and when you're moving up, that's going to be people's perception of you, not your perception. Don't let it seep in. Don't let it seep in. To stay popular with my inner circle. With my family Yeah I'm calling everybody out And if I stayed in the housing projects Right Listen Listen If I stayed right where I was I would have been accepted by them Because I would have been doing what they doing Right Oh yeah Yeah That's how it works 
That's how it goes. But being that I made a conscious decision to say, not me and mine. No, I can't do this no more. I won't do this anymore. By the hook of the crook, by hell I come high water. However it happens, I got to go. I got to go. Because I want to sleep at night in peace. I want to wake up in the morning and not wonder what I'm going to face walking to my car. Right? Yeah, you never knew. You go to your car, the windows just broke out. They stole something. Like, what? why I got to deal with this early in the morning? Now I'm late for work. Kids is looking. They crying. What, what are we doing? No. No. But had I stayed in that space, in that world, I would, I would still speak to all my family. I know that. And I don't care if they hear this and no. <laughs> I don't care. But no, that wasn't my destiny. It wasn't mine. And if it means that me and my kids stood safely alone where we were, that was fine with me. More than fine with me. Perfect. Perfect. Because if you love me, you'd be with me still. Right? Perfect. 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 Um, so I'm not going to keep you guys long. But I need you to know that inner thing that you're feeling in your soul those dreams that thing that you uh want to give birth to right those things that you want to give birth to because it takes time birth takes time you didn't give birth overnight i know you didn't i know you didn't it takes time but while it's in that stage be careful as to who you let know. Write it down. Keep your book. I know you ladies got a book. If you listen to me, you got a book. Yes, you do. You have something you're writing in. Something you're writing, your dreams, your hopes, your goals, your frustrations. You're writing in something. Because that's what good mothers do, right? That's what we do. We, we pick up things from where we can pick it up, right? Now... I love my mother, but she wasn't the best. Okay, I love her, but she wasn't the best. I had a, I had a very rough mother, right? I did. So when I looked at parenting skills, I looked at every other mother to see what I could grab and pull, and that's what I did. That's how I developed my skills as a parent. I watch other mothers. So I know you ladies, right? You watching other mothers. You're listening. You're gathering information. You're doing the best that you can to change your situation that you're in now. But this is a very fragile time in your life. I need you to understand. Matter of fact, this could be a whole podcast in, in itself. Right now, this is a very, 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 very fragile time. When you, and when it's in its developing stage, write it down. There's a lot of information out here. It's a lot of information out here. Pick and choose where you get your information from to figure your formula out and how you're going to develop yourself into the person you want to be, into the mother you want to be, into the financial situations that you want. And just do it. Just do it. It all starts with the decision. Just do it. It starts right now. It starts in the mind. It starts in the heart. But it's not for people. You see what could have happened? If I would have listened to that woman, she would have changed the whole course of my life. She was an elder too. She was an elder. She was an elder. She wasn't she she was a she was a middle aged sister. 
who basically was telling me, well, I raised my kid. You raised your kids in this? Stepping in urine, feces. That's how you raised your kids? And you're proud to say it? You're proud to tell another person that you purposely did that? I didn't say she tried. I said she purposely did that. I remember a woman knocked on my door one day. She was a a community activist. And I said, Miss, I, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm leaving. You know, I was like, look, all my stuff is packed up. I'm leaving. She said, well, where are you going? I told her, I'm I'm going to Pennsylvania. I'm going to the book. You know, I'm going, I'm leaving. Right. She was like, oh, but if all the good people leave, then what's going to happen? the community I said I don't know but I cannot sacrifice my children for this community I I cannot I will not I can't do that because we're wired as women to survive you are wired to survive because you carry the nation I can't do it not when I have choices not when I'm in the United States of America and I have choices. You have choices in this country. I don't, don't let people tell you different. Please don't, because it's a lie. In this country, you have choices. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You can come in one way and leave another in this country. And I know it has its faults. And I, I you know, I'm like, no, we got to financially situate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we do. But here you can come in and sacrifice four years of your life and change your financial situation and change the direction of your children, children's children. Do you understand what can happen here? Can Do you understand? And, and let me get into some quick statistics and then I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go because you got to enjoy your day too, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> and you know, I do so much research that I unresearch myself, right? It's the truth. It's the truth. So one, did anybody know that National Single Parent Day was March 21st? <laughs> I didn't know that. I've been a single parent for a long time. I didn't know that. Um, it was uh, basically instated uh, by Ronald Reagan. Mr. Reaganomics himself I was little when he became president I remember that Um, But Yeah Good old Reaganomics He gave us a day y'all And he said it was to honor the sacrifices That single parents make In their homes and their households Um, And also Just a quick 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 statistics Now you know like I said They know where we are They know where we go to school They know where we work They know what we do And blah 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 They got our taxes They got our socials And they got our cell phones Right so they know Now I need you to understand That 62% of like the single of the the parents that are students are single mothers so if they did a whole number a conglomerate of numbers right and they did the single parent you know parent households who go to college because you do you have like some parents they go back to school they have their kids or whatever and they could be a married couple and they go back to school but out of them out of that whole group right you got 70 percent of parent students um, 62% of them I hope I'm saying this right 62% of the parent students Are Mothers 
did you get that? (laughs) I'm like, Kina, make sure you say it so they understand exactly what you're saying. So out of the parents that go to school, 62% of these parents are single mothers. You understand how you're changing the game? I need you to understand that you're changing the game. We don't have time to worry about people and what they say. You can't pick up your phone if you're working and going to school. You can't be on social media like that if you're working and going to school. Listen, it's focus time. Focus like you've never focused before because you're looking to change generations. You're changing everything. You 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 changing things. What the woman said, the lady is a boss. <laughs> she wanted to drive a Lexus to work instead of getting on a train. You're changing this. And these numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. So ladies, so all my ladies out there who's ready to make a conscious decision to make a change in your life. Just keep your head up, move forward. Keep your head up and move forward, right? Keep your head up and move forward. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Again, like my goal is to, I got tired of hearing people talking about us. I got so tired. Like y'all gonna keep just talking about us. All right. So our medium income is 48,000, but we're the poorest. Okay. All right. Okay. And we're making up 62% of the parents who go to school. That's over 50%. You understand, ladies? Yeah, it's easy. I could go and troll people who talk about us. I could do that because, you know, Brooklyn King and not scared. But we, we, too, we too high a level for that. We have generations. We have our children to care for. And when you are a mother, you take that title very seriously. And now, look, ladies, y'all mothers making moves. What we doing? <laughs> right? We got this. We got this. I told you, sometimes it's going to be days where you cry. It's going to be days where you you overly happy. You're going to make these achievements, these goals. I remember reaching certain goals and not having a person I can say, hey, look, I just did this. And they say, I'm proud of you. The only person I had that would have done that was my mother. Right? That's the only person. You know, thuglicious. She would have been like, I'm so proud of you, girl. You know? But it's going to suck. But it, it, that part will suck. Because <laughs> people they get a little antsy when you're leaving them behind, you know. But it's okay. It's all right. You gonna celebrate yourself. You know I have these weird goals and dreams, right? I do. I do. I can picture us all on a nice cruise celebrating our achievements, right? <laughs> right? SMC, right? What? <laughs> all right. <laughs> But I just want to thank you guys for listening so much. You could be any place else in the world. And don't forget, thank you for liking me on Instagram, liking us on Instagram. Because, again, this is for us and by us, right? We don't do it for the likes. We do it for the love. This is for the love. Thank you so much. I see our Instagram page is getting a lot better. <laughs> it's getting a lot better. And I have work to do, too, because I'm not the best poster. You know, I'm going to put this on me. I got things to do. But I want to thank you so much, ladies. I love you guys. If nobody else told you this week, I love you. I know what you're doing. Because the numbers don't lie. The statistics don't lie. But they get a little... They they know how to twist and turn them, don't they? They take the, the three bad mothers... 
And I'm not saying we're all perfect. They take the three bad mothers and they make it seem like it's all of us. We good women. We're good women, right? It's crazy, right? It's, it's really crazy. But that's okay. That's okay. That's their problem. Okay, we know what we doing because you're going to be driving all type of cars. Take your kids to their little games and getting your children involved in their little extracurricular activities. And uh, that's my next podcast. I want to talk to you about getting your children in extracurricular activities if you can. If you can, okay? All right, I want to thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you soon, and let me get to getting this one ready. I will talk to you later, ladies. Bye-bye. Pretty brown girl, her space. You can keep your bitter. I'ma make a better.